Saved and Such. And we back another episode of Saved and Such, man. A lot has been going on, but I'm excited. Yes, sir. We got Candace in the in the building today. <laughs> Candace, I almost said something. We got Candace on the show. Today, Delaware State graduate. West yes. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Before we get started, you know, we're going to get started on this mental health. You know, Satan's such as big on mental health. So Absolutely. I'm going to ask everybody how they doing spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. <clears throat> Pick up. We're going to start with you. Pick one one out of 10, 10 being the best, one being the least. How you feeling today, Ray Ray? Giving a one. It's like, I'm joking. Um, That's how you feel. That's right. how you feel. Right. I'm, I'm joking. It's not a one. Um, physically, I'm tired. So I would say like a sit, four, five. Hmm. Um, mentally pretty strong, emotionally pretty strong. So like, <laughs> one through ten. Yeah, I was about to say it's pretty strong. Is that like a seven? Like or eight? eight. Oh, that's, that's okay. How about you, Candace? Um, physically, I'm a ten. I went to the gym okay. early in the morning, feeling okay. good. Okay. And mentally, um, and emotionally, I'm an eight. That's dope. I feel like y'all didn't switch the question up. It was physically, mentally, and emotionally, right? Spiritually. Ray Ray oh, spiritually. Yeah. Can you ask me the oh, question again, sir? Spiritually, I'm a 10. Spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. How you feeling, uh, brother? You good. Okay. I probably say spiritually, I'm like, probably like a seven and a half. Mm. I'm getting my life together right now. Yeah. I respect um, We love it. Emotionally, right? Emotionally. Yes, sir. It's been a while since I've been on the show. Yeah, welcome back, man. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bringing the claps, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, emotionally, I probably say I'm like a cool like six right now, for real. Mm. And then what was it, physically? Mm-hmm. Physically, I probably sound like an eight right now. Got a little workout today too. Yep. Okay. Workout buddies, let's get it. Trying to be consistent. Yes, let's go. Let's go. go. You worked the other day? I didn't. Right. Fat backs. That's you. <laughs> Yo, she's crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna sound about an eight though. Eight across the board. I've been praying a lot lately, so I'm feeling good, man. Three in the mornings, four in the mornings. Ooh, boy, man, God's been crazy. Good, man, God's been good. You man, set I, your alarm or does God wake you up? Both. That's like when I up. forget to, like he'll wake me up. So just spending time with God, man, is very important. Let's jump into it. Okay. Del- <laughs> <laughs> Delaware State, congratulations on graduating. Thank you. First Thank generation. You. That's yep. hard. A lot That's of people hard. to know, you know what I mean, what you studied and just how you know you were you reflect on your Delaware State experience. Um, so I studied mass communications with a concentration in public relations and a minor in law studies. Um, it all kind of panned out for me. Like in, at Emerson, we had CTE programs, trade mm-hmm. programs, and I was in the interactive media program. Mm-hmm. So I always knew I wanted to do like marketing, like um, broadcast, production, writing, stuff like that. So I've always been good at those type of things. So once I got to DSU, it was kind of easy. Right. The transition, uh, let's say, educationally was more uh, easy for me um, because I knew what I wanted to do off rip. Uh, so now um, I'm in a place where I graduated and my degree has been helping me a lot uh, as far as communication, communication jobs, uh, marketing jobs, stuff like that. As far as the legal side, I'm still kind of, um, I got to get more experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to uh, BCCC. You know, BCCC has a free tuition program. Yeah, so I'm going to go, you know, this summer and uh, get my legal assistant um, certificate or degree. It's a, I think it's a degree. Yeah. So I'm just going to build from there. Okay. You know, trying to get more cre- credentials, trying to build my resume up, stuff like that. Amazing. I heard he said first in the family, right? Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How does that make you feel? I know that's an amazing feeling for real. Um, it's a great feeling, but yeah. I will say the 
hard part about it is is building um building found building building a foundation. Mm. Um so once I got out of college, I didn't, you know, I really didn't know who to turn to. Of course I turned to uh high school counselors, teachers, principals, stuff like that. But when you're out here, you really have to make moves on your own. Mm-hmm. So uh I just like I said, I I Signed up for the B Triple C program. Like I'm just still putting my foot, still trying to put my foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I graduated with a bachelor's degree, um, but it's 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 hard, but it's it's really inspiring because I know I'm doing a you know a great thing for my future family mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So yeah, I can tell you get at what you do though. Like I wasn't <laughs> how you came in, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, I don't want to call it stage presence, but mm-hmm. like it was real. You think so? Yeah. Wait, wait, what, what would you mean? Like you, when you first came in, you was like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> and then since the mic cut on you, yeah, so I, I was like, oh, <laughs> she popped right out, didn't she? Yeah. Like, I like that though. Thank you, thank you. And you both spoken. Thank you, I appreciate that. I love public speaking. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I really got. Um, I really worked and crafted at the issue right. was my public speaking skills. That's amazing because <clears throat> I know exactly where you're coming from because before I dropped out college. <laughs> It's okay. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, I was. I, I know about the public speaking and them type of classes. So, like, in that class, like, you really had to, like, step out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, you really, like, really got to step out. Because me, I was more, like, laid back. I got mm-hmm. a laid back personality. Yeah. But in them classes, they make you give speeches and things like that where, like, you got to get up there and talk for, like, five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, over time, like, what did you learn about yourself that, like, you didn't know, but taking them classes, they brung it out of you? Um... I learned that, hmm, I learned about my personality a lot more. Like what you just said, like mm-hmm. you, how I came in, you know, a little quiet and then I opened up. I learned that that's how I really have to go about, you know, not not situations, but how I grow within, you know, the mass communications business, mm-hmm. the communications business. Mm-hmm. Like I really, it's okay to come on, come on soft, come on you know, being a learner, being humble. And then once you get into it, you know, show people your talent. So, you know, mm-hmm. open up a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. um, I was more so reserved. I kind of like did my own thing. Or, and, you know, like I only wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it opened me up to a lot more research and, you know, learning a lot more things. And just asking the right questions to build conversations and relationships with people. Just so you can see their different perspectives. Mm. So that's what I that's what I really learned about myself. I like seeing different perspectives and I like to learn. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's always good to like read the room first. Yeah. I feel like people always try to jump. Jump and be, be loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's always good to read the room because you never know who you're amongst. Yeah. Um with with God, like how has he helped you like find your purpose? Like you you said yes, you knew your purpose in high school, but how has he kept you on the right track of your purpose? Um just getting in tune with myself. I feel like that's really something that's that's really big. You have to really get in tune with yourself mm-hmm. and you really have to know what you don't like, what you do like, what you what kind of role you want to go down, the decisions you make, stuff like that. I feel like it's it I put a lot on myself naturally. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I never really took the time to dissect you know, where I'm where I'm actually going and what I really want to do. And once I took the time to really sit down and learn those things about myself, that's when I started letting new opportunities flow into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I started, you know, 
putting myself in different situations and perspectives to grow. Mm-hmm. So um, just really getting in tune with yourself and staying consistent and dedicated to the things that, you know, you want to do. So I think that's how he's helped me a lot, just getting to know who I am okay. and how I can impact the world. <clears throat> you growing up in West Baltimore, yeah. you know, I know that you've seen some things, probably been in some things, you know what I mean, things like that. How, <laughs> not like, <laughs> not nothing like crazy, but like, how can you just like, like testify that like God kept you because you know so many paths that you could have went down and mm-hmm. you know what I mean things like that. I feel like it's about the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. I feel like the decisions you make has a huge impact on where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was so easy. I, well, honestly, I, I think I had no choice. Like I really enjoyed what I did and in, in high school, interactive media. I really enjoyed it, and I feel like when I found out what I wanted to do so early mm-hmm. in sophomore year, it kind of became my niche, and I knew mm-hmm. I didn't want to stray anywhere else. So once I got, once I knew that I, you know, I liked this particular field. Um, I just remained focused on that. And I started making decisions that will only help, you know, help my passion for that. Like I started making decisions that would impact me and would help me grow. I feel like people really have to get into that mindset of doing things that that's going to help you grow um, Mm -hmm. initially. I mean, I just feel like, I mean, it's it's so easy to say, but people get distracted. People Mm -hmm. have friends that, you know, that they want to stay close to or things that they want to uh, stay close to. But you really have to get comfortable comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know you guys mm. hear that a mm. lot. So mm. I, I literally put myself in uncomfortable situations to grow and mm. to put myself in different rooms. Um, but I, like I said, your decisions. Your yeah. decisions really impact you mm. a, a lot. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get a little bit of insight on some of them uncomfortable moments. Mm-hmm. How did you persevere through those uncomfortable moments? Um, <clears throat> I stayed true to myself. Um, and it's so easy to say. I, I'm not, I don't want to make it sound so easy, but I just feel like you have to really have a mindset mm-hmm. um, to where as though you're not easy things, easy, petty things don't distract you. Like, a lot of those situations could have brought the worst out of me. Mm-hmm. I could have let it brought the worst out of me, but I, I took it and I read it from a different perspective. I, I said to myself, in this situation now, how is it going to help me five years later? How is it going to mm-hmm. help me with situations in my own personal life, mm-hmm. um, in my family's life, in other people's life? Um, and I just took it. I just took it for a greater purpose. I try to, I, that's what I try to do with a lot of situations. Like I try to let it inspire me in some type of way mm-hmm. so I can keep doing, you know, the right things. I like that answer. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like with, with your childhood, mm-hmm. um, can you speak a little bit about your childhood? Like how your childhood yeah. was? Also, like what was the climax in your life? Everyone has a climax in their life. What was the climax in your life? Um, What, the climax as in... What shifted my yeah mindset your, your a focus your mindset my, all that yeah so as a child my grandma she really um <clears throat> she really kind of set the tone the foundation of reading and writing Sorry. like I was reading and writing since before <clears throat> kindergarten so okay. I always you know wrote down things always mm-hmm. had journals always read books and stuff so that was like the the start of my intellectual you know progress as a kid um, and I always excelled academically. Um, 
so school was pretty fun. Right. <laughs> Just because I, I it was it was easy and I could have my fun extracurricular activities at the end. Um, but I grew up in kind of a I'm not gonna say strict household, but you know, um a lot of your opinions may be taken as disrespect come at coming, you know, yeah. as a child. Absolutely. So especially in the black community. Yeah. So it was kind of like I really didn't have much of an opinion opinion mm-hmm. as I wanted to. So that's what kind of geared me towards writing and stuff like that. And I kind of conditioned myself to, it's going to sound stupid, but I kind of conditioned myself to make scenarios in my head. Mm-hmm. Like if say, if there was an issue, I would kind of resolve the issue in my head so I could remain sane and keep going um, and not kind of dwell on it too much. Um, But reading and writing has always been a staple in my life. So that's why when um, I did mass communications media and stuff like that, it all came so easy. But um, the climax or the turning point in my life was at DSU. Um, So at DSU, I ran for like student leadership positions. And, you know, student leadership positions, you got to run a campaign. Mm -hmm. So you have to talk to people, you have to speak, do speeches, people have to vote for you, you have to do a talent show, I mean, a talent show, a pageant and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So um, I really put myself out there at DSU. Um, And I think my climax was when I lost Miss DSU. I ran for Miss Delaware State University and I lost. Mm -hmm. And I think there... I kind of, it kind of flew me back into who I was. And I said to myself, I'm taking a lot of time subjecting myself to others' opinions, whether it's true or not. Um, I'm taking a lot of time trying to advocate for myself and be this person that I want people to see me as. Mm. And I never really took the time to really sit back and say, do I really like that feeling? Do I really want people to judge me based off a speech or based off a talent? And, you know, it's not really what I hope for. So um, I think that point really, like I said, pushed me back into reality a little bit um, and it made me kind of decipher the things that I didn't want in my life anymore and the things that I wanted in my life. So. That's dope because like a lot of people can handle the wins in life, yeah. but they can't handle the losses. You yeah. feel me? Like the fact that you took a negative outcome and made it into a positive outcome yeah. is is great. Thank you. You can tell that you, your mindset is sharp yeah. and you, you, you're you in tune with yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and that's really what it's all about, just being in tune with yourself. And, and it'll really take you far because you won't subject yourself to just anything and you know what you want in your life and mm-hmm. you know what you want out of your life. So Straight up. Definitely. You ever thought about being a life coach? Mm, that's hard. <laughs> now, that is hard, being a life coach. Because... I won't take any of my own advice. Well, life, <laughs> and I, I mean, feel like that's hypocritical a little bit. At times, they lie yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like you say, I mean, nobody really takes their own advice if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, everything sounds better coming from someone else. Someone else, yeah. So, like, life coaching is like, like, therapy is one thing, but life coaching is more like, watch me do it and then you do it how I do it. Yeah. Versus. Okay. Let me direct you. And then you pick what you want to be based off of what I said. Yeah. Like life coaching coaching is you showing them and leading the way. And I think because of you, I'm not saying like I'm not putting this on you, but mm-hmm. just if you ever thought about getting into it, like your your mindset is what will attract people. Mm-hmm. Because they like, well, okay, I see where you are, but how did you get like that? Like, what was your thought process? How did you... It sounds like you're really 
uh, you do well with perseverance. Mm -hmm. Like you're able to see the bigger picture in most situations. Just by how you explain like high school, you know, running for something that you really thought you wanted, Mm -hmm. failing and being able to see like, this is not what I really wanted. This is not who I am. Mm -hmm. Like that's, in college, a lot of people can't do that. Like people have identity crisis because of things like that. And so Mm -hmm. I think the fact that you were able to go through it, do something big, fail at it, yet see the bigger picture and keep going and make it positive is like, it's a crazy trick to have. I appreciate that. That's a gift from God. Yeah. We being totally honest. Yeah. People will really crash out about, about stuff like that. Yeah. You ever crashed out? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was an attack. No, I Have I ever crashed out? I'm, yeah, a couple times. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not... I do well with persevering, but it takes me a, a lot to get to it, to get mm-hmm. to the part where I, where I see the bigger picture. Like, I have to go through all the emotions. I'm an overthinker. Yeah. And so, like, I really go through the emotions like, okay, am I not good enough? Am I da 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 Like, did I do something wrong? And then finally I'll get to the point where I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's just not me. I'm, I'm forcing. You all right? I'm looking at you talk. <laughs> I'm yeah. forcing myself to be somebody that I'm not or to make myself into what I think people want to see versus just being who I am. Yeah. And it, so I yeah. yeah, I feel like I've crashed out enough times to I've crashed out enough times to know like what I want and what I don't want. Like it, it took me a while but I'm I, I got there. And that healing process is tough. That's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz you got to nurture yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody really understands how you feel. feel yeah. So you're like, oh girl, you just lost like just try yeah. it. Like, no, like I really put a lot of <laughs> They don't know all the the background, yeah, you know that that goes into it, and a lot of that comes with self esteem too. Like, yeah, you'll put your like this, even like you said, a pageant. Like, you'll put your all into something. Like, oh, I did my makeup this way, I did my hair this way, I'm showing my talent this way, and a lot of that stuff you may feel very boldly about, or very like big about, and you fail at it. You like, okay, so is it me? Yeah, like it comes with a lot of backlash. Like, you get a yeah. lot of resentment. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good word. I also feel like, like I'm not gonna say that was on a smaller scale, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But think about how many universities there is in the world. Like something on a smaller scale like that could impact your life as well. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. that can have a great impact in your life. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you are able to take a negative and make it into a positive, like that's just that's almost like yeah. Like I said, that's a gift for real. Because mm-hmm. like I know even with myself, like when you're like building on something like me being a business owner like when I'm building 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 and then like I get a critique from a client or like something goes wrong business wise I lose out on money like I I don't even know how to handle it sometimes yeah. and I deal I deal with this all the time but like yeah. the fact that like you being a woman says a lot about your character yeah. and yourself as a person so yeah. I definitely commend you for real I thank you That's thank big. you definitely aka right yeah Shut up. <laughs> Let me hear the sound one time. No. <laughs> you keep trying to get me to acknowledge this is not a creaky bed. Uh-huh. I just want to hear it because I never heard it in person. Yes, you have. No. All right, I heard it. <laughs> All right, nah, I'm so but, high, you know you want to hear it. You I, just, like, I like it. the sound. But like... <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Rick, I'm going to need you to stop. <laughs> anyway. You go to some um, Greek parties. You said what? I'm gonna take you to some Greek parties. Yeah, I've been to a couple. It's been a while though. (laughs) But um, I know Deacon. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) What's um like you know some pros to being in something like that? Because I I really don't know. And cons. Can we get cons too? And cons. Um, pros. 
Uh, I would definitely say you build great relationships. Mm-hmm. You build sustainable relationships with people for a lifetime. So that's that's something amazing to have. Um, hmm. You also, how can I put this? It's kind of like, I'm not going to say it's like, uh, it's kind of like a one-up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, somebody that's in your same sorority that's in a higher position than you, that's something you guys can automatically bond right. off of. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, and just being a part of something so historical, mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Because, yeah. um, you know, people... I learned about that history at the Black Rex Museum, and I was, like, enticed. Like, wow, It's amazing. Like, people... People... Um, What's the word? Like you say, people go through identity crisis in college. Yeah. Um, they could be a good source of, like I say, relationships and mm-hmm. just getting out there, um, putting yourself in different situations to, like I said, to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you room to grow. I, the cons, though, the cons. Uh, well, you was ready to get the cons. <laughs> <laughs> head, rubbing my hands. Like, okay, let's get to the cons. <laughs> the cons, I wouldn't really say. It's like bad cons. I feel like it's stuff that we go through every day, you know, disagreements with people um, that you're in the same organization with. I feel like that's that's yeah. regular. That's yeah. normal. That is regular. Um, we go through it all the time. We go through yeah. all the time. It's definitely. Um, the, the, I don't like the caddy stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the different, you know, you know how it's. The girl, the sororities, you know how they get caddy or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. I, heard I, I don't like that. I person personally don't even care for that too much. Um, that's definitely a con. Is you from West Baltimore? Yeah. She said, that keep that over there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really don't. Like, this is caddy petty stuff. Yeah. But um, that's really it. What? Well, another con. I feel like some people, when they get into... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some people when they get into these type of organizations, mm-hmm. they don't really some people don't have uh some people don't know who they are before they get into mm-hmm. it. Thank you. Um so once they get it, it kind of amps them up. You know, now social media is a big thing, so you're seeing Greeks all everywhere. day, every day, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um people kind of get this overly confident type yeah, of personality yeah. um when they get into these organizations. And it doesn't do them any justice. Like right. it's cringy. It's like it's not. It's not good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I feel like when people join these organizations and they really don't fully understand who they are as a person, mm-hmm. they kind of mix it. They kind of mix their personalities and they kind of mess it up. Um, and it kind of gives the organization a bad rap if they're just way just doing too much. Yeah. You took the words like, out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> so. I just feel like when you're going into an organization like this or just any type of organization, know what you want to do and know how you can impact that organization. Mm. Uh, it's not about what you really can get from it all the time. It's about how you can be a representation and a staple within that organization, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That's the Tough. best answer for that, for anything Greek that I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. As yeah. a college student, that's the best Because you went to Towson, so how yeah. was it? Cause, cause you you was agreeing a lot, so what you think? You you ain't you ain't in there, are you? No, yeah, I didn't think so. But you know, I've ventured, mm-hmm. but I I've I've um I've inquired, and I came very quickly to the fact, like to the <clears throat> idea that I just it wasn't for me. Yeah, like, I'm not, and it may have been who and 
It may have been the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but I yeah. just I wasn't no. feeling it. Like it Those wasn't. Those playing. It was very forced. Like yeah. it, it didn't feel like that's why I said your answer was the best answer I've ever heard. Like I've never heard nobody say like, "Oh, don't let the letters make you." Basically, mm-hmm. like, and there's a lot of people at my school. There were a lot of people at the school that kind of. Like, I started with them freshman year, and then, like, just to see them go through it and get through it, and now they're, like, different people. I'm just like... Yeah. They're all... That's 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 their that's, whole Yeah, that's, their, that's who they are. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's cringy. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, when I was at school, I tried to entertain the whole Q thing. Mm-hmm. They got a little corny. Oh, my corny. God. I can see it a little bit. Yeah, they, got, they got a little corny, so I said, man, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, I'm out of here. Like, they ruined oh the God. party. But Joe just dropped something in the back. We'll be right back real quick. Okay, guys. We're back. Um, yeah, so we're going to wrap up the Greek life conversation. Yeah. Um, so you talked a lot about your childhood and how you grew up and what made you, who and what made you into the woman that you're becoming mm-hmm. or the woman that you are. What do you want to do in the world? Like, what do you want to do in life? What's your... Your major was mass communications. What mm-hmm. do you plan on doing with that? How do you plan on impacting the world? Um, so I want to be an entertainment lawyer. So go. I want to work in um, production, um, music, just uh, advocating for people, representing people um, mm-hmm. through contracts and stuff like that, um, negotiations. But honestly, what I've really, really always wanted to do as a child, I wanted to uh, produce shows because mm, I'm, I'm a i'm a I, well i think i'm a good writer um and we, we need a producer on here <laughs> nah we do we need a new one yeah right. <laughs> get out topics for us <laughs> i'll produce ain't that good i'm sorry you can go ahead i think i'm a good writer and i always wanted to produce shows act stuff like that so film and television kind of it, it kind of all played out in my hands really youtube um youtube it, mm. it all kind of played out in my hands so but my ultimate goal Despite being an entertainment attorney, despite working in marketing and PR and stuff like that, I want to own my own production company and I want to produce films. Um, my big, my one of my biggest inspirations is Issa Rae. Okay, I Issa Rae and Kerry Washington. They they make some like great shows. Yeah. So Issa Rae is like that. Yeah, I love Issa Rae. Yeah, she that, that's cool though. It's and for for where you want to go with the um, mass communications and you said. Negotiating contracts. Yeah. That's knowing what you want. Knowing you as a person, knowing what you want mm-hmm. will make it easier for you in a job because you know what you want. So you can put yourself out of people's shoes and, yep. know, and, and help. figure out what they want. Yeah. And help them to understand what they need. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm a big impact. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, though, I didn't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off. When you, you did. I definitely did. <laughs> like, real bad. That's. <laughs> When you grow and you know what I mean, you do your thing, you know what I mean? Like I said, you're gonna be the first person that I call because I definitely see you like yeah. especially after having this conversation, like you're gonna yeah. do it. Like yeah. I'm gonna really? speak into existence, sure. like you're gonna do it. Absolutely. And one other question is I have is like, what have you learned as far as bad contracts? Bad contracts. Because people out here signing bad contracts. 360s. Like a 90s R and B group. Like it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, in twenty twenty three, a lot of people are I'm not gonna say going independent, mm. but they're not leaving it up to the label to to put money into their um their uh music videos, music right. stuff like that. So people are taking a uh, a much more bigger role in their career. So I mm. think that's really good. Mm. But um, as far as bad contracts go, 
if you don't read, you just got to read or hire somebody, <clears throat> hire someone to read. Yeah. That's what lawyers are. You hire them to read and they read and they go over it and they make uh, corrections and adjustments for you. And then you send it back to the uh, corporation or you send it back to whoever gave it to you and you just kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now I haven't really heard. Have you heard anybody that's not a bad contract? It's or? been a little while, but you hear him like bits yeah. and pieces. Like mm-hmm. in my head, Lil Wayne popped up for real. Oh. Really? Yeah. Megan popped up for me. Yeah. Megan. Oh, yeah. Megan. Yeah, with 15 Oh, yeah. A couple of sports guys. Sports guys. Mm-hmm. Bad contracts. Stuff like that. But you know who did it for him? Lamar Mama. Oh, yeah. Nah, she did fact, her big one. Yes. She did her big one. Absolutely. Shout out to her. Because she, she, she was not one. playing by her side. Yeah. yeah. You could manage one artist right now. Ooh. Who popped up in your head just now when I asked you that? If I can manage one artist... I don't know why, but Brent Fias. That's I met him. Yeah? Yeah, I met him. Like, his whole... That's my guy. I'm, I don't know. I feel like we have to get back into, like, music videos. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, I'm a visual type of person. Mm-hmm. So his songs, like, I love his songs so much. I can create a whole kind of, like... Have you ever seen... Um, what's that show that used to come on BET? And, like, they would have the music videos and somebody would tell a story over the music video? One of... Uh, Rack Tales or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could really do that to all his songs. Mm. Like I could create like a whole you know what you should do? series or something. You should pitch him. Pitch him an idea for one of his songs. Not an idea. Create the idea. Mm-hmm. Pitch it to him. But make it a copyright thing though, so we can't steal it. Yeah. I'm not saying you would, Brent, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but pitch it to him. And like create it. Make mm. it so make it so good he can't deny it. Like he can't like he has to say yes because it's mm. like that good. Like it's he would have never thought of that. Hey, I got to get in my, my creative you bag. Facts. Facts. Okay, Lil Ray Ray. What, <laughs> what creative things could you do for a podcast? <laughs> um, just, just off your what mind What can I do? Um, I can create some good topics. Mm. I can create well, some good topics. Some. I can we get, know, we... get some discourse going, some controversial controversy. That's what we need. Yeah. yeah. Real bad. I'm some some to drop the mic box. moments. Yeah. Throw the yeah. forward chairs. Mm. Something like that. Throwing punches. She's a little violent. No. But I, you know, Jesus was flipping tables. Right. We got flipping <laughs> Nothing, nothing, nothing. Honestly, I don't like the podcast that they just do stupid stuff to go viral. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she got a lot. It's a lot. She got a whole lot. And he asked the same question. The yeah. same Twitter question. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Doing the same stuff. Relationships. Sex. This is 50-50. That's yeah. the main oh one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good Lord. Sick of hearing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. So you gonna create a topic for me and Krista? Yeah. Right, oh, bet. trust me, I can create a topic. But you got okay. you got like seven minutes to do it. I can do it. I like this. Hire her. She, yeah, he's done. <laughs> Why he's done? He's he could he could be the he could be the executive. That boy yeah, back there about to cry. He could be, be your assistant. Yeah. He could be your assistant. He I'll back there with his shoes no, off right now. I'll, I'll come in entry level. Okay. Very okay. humble beginning. I'm humble. Humble beginning. I asked everybody this question now. We better get out of here. Mm-hmm. What's the legacy you want to leave behind? Legacy I want to leave behind. <clears throat> um, I just want young girls to know, especially from Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. I want them to know, even though it's hard starting your own foundation, even though it may take a lot out of you mentally, um, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, it, it can it can be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of times we 
like to hide our scars and we like to hide the things that we've been through. Um, but it only makes us stronger. It only makes us more relatable to mm-hmm. other people. And I feel like that's what um, we need, especially in our city. We need a lot of people that can relate to our younger generation and mm-hmm. just inspire them to want more. Yeah. Um, but that's the that's kind of the legacy I want to leave behind. I want people to want more for themselves and make better decisions. Mm. So great answer. Thank great you. answer. Any last words of encouragement for her for the people? Looking at me. <laughs> Go ahead, Deacon. Nah, um, I'll just say this is a great episode. Great. For real. I, um, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Amazing episode. Um, just like some of the gems that you dropped, the confidence that you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so many gems that so many black women need to hear as well as kings as well we need to hear it as well so i just appreciate you coming on the show and being very transparent with us Mm, i appreciate you for having me absolutely we might need a part two definitely might need a part two i love the transparency going on it was good definitely how about you no i really i really and i'm I'm still trying to figure out what i like most about the episode Mm. it's something about you though that i really like (laughs) like Confidence. It's her aura. Yeah, it's, it's your aura. Like, you mm. really just, like, can't... I was not expecting for it to be... I was thinking, like, ah, it's going to be, like, chill. It's going to be cool. Aww. But, like, you really, like, made an impression, like... I appreciate that. You guys made me comfortable. Yeah. And you talked about some really, really great topics, and yeah. we kind of we kind of led a great discourse. Yeah. I just want you to stay... Stay on, stay on the stuff that you set out to do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if nobody else can do it, you can do it, yep. for sure. And, like, keep going... Mm-hmm. At, at the forefront, yeah. Because I mean, I said I say this, and mm-hmm. I and I tell other people this: like you're gonna discover who you are and all you can be when you really give your life to God and when you really allow God to create your path for you. Mm-hmm. Like you thinking here, but He up there. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess I will go last. Candy season. <laughs> 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 he just had to say it. Candy season, West Baltimore. Nah, man. I just want to. Thank you, of course, for coming on here. This is definitely one of my favorites that we've done all season. I'm not just saying that because you're here, but just definitely the transparency. Your confidence make me want to be more confident myself after hearing you talk. I'm going to have a three-piece suit on next episode. (laughs) Legs crossed. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I definitely thank you for coming on. Of course. Um, I appreciate it. Excited to see what God does for you in the future. You know what I mean? I, I tell everybody this, though. Once you come on, you family. You know what I mean? So don't be afraid to reach out in prayer mm-hmm. if you just need to talk or even if, even if you want to just come and kick it with us. Absolutely. You know I mean, we open to everything. So. For sure. And you got a new job anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's over with. Yeah, it's over with. Yep. This has been another great episode <laughs> of Saved and Such featuring our new producer. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Mm-hmm.